हाय 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 हेलो एवरीवन हाय हाय आशीष हाय जसी हाय हाय हाउ आर यू डूइंग हाय 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 गुड 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 सो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल टू ऑल द अटेंडेंस इट शोस हाउ इंपॉर्टेंट इज कॉपीराइट म्यूजिक इन इंडिया आई एम सीरियसली सरप्राइज्ड टू सी सो मेनी पीपल जॉइनिंग इट बिफोर टाइम एंड दैट शोस हाउ मच यू वांट टू लर्न kudos and i will make sure that with the panelists that we give you copyright in a very simple uh, way that you can understand and implement it uh, i'm going to first of all start with my name is jesse j and i've been a part of the media and entertainment industry since 2000 i always wanted to help artists generate revenue and music enthusiasts become successful in the music industry i've helped thousands of artists to release their content on all streaming pa- platforms help them monetize their music and successfully train individuals and associates win more business both in sales and marketing in the music industry welcome to my show what about this with jesse j if you are ready please type ready in the chat box guys let me see some readies in the chat box okay good 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 thanks now i see that you are all ready um what about this with jesse j season 1 is all about understanding the indian music industry from the eyes of the insiders i'll be doing this webinar every saturday at 4 pm for the next 11 weeks the topic for today is music copyright law in india and licensing today on this panel i have two highly talented creative individuals creative individuals please note and they have they have been always in the forefront in giving back to the music culture in india thank you so much both of you ladies and gentlemen please welcome ashish rego honorary general secretary music composer association of india and sandhya surendran founder and counsel lexic a business and legal consultancy for tech media and entertainment industry welcome guys thanks thank you so much jesse thanks for having thanks, me thanks jesse thank you i'm going to quickly introduce you both so that and i will and then set the context for the uh, for the webinar let me sandhya surendran a 2007 graduate from nalsar hyderabad sandhya has over 13 years of experience as a business lawyer with a special focus on technology media and internet sectors she began her career with the erstwhile amarchand mangaldas and suresh ashraf a law firm in mumbai and moved to infosys bangalore as as an in-house counsel in 2009 following a 3 year stint at infosys sandhya joined the startup unicorn inmobi in 2012 and worked them for nearly 5 years before she decided to quit and start her own freelance practice lexic lexic specifically deals with startups and companies in the tech and music industry where it also allows sandhya to be actively involved in creating and building rights awareness among creative professionals with respect to intellectual property laws in addition to supporting business with their commercial legal needs welcome to the show sandhya and your opening remarks thank you so much asi uh, special elaborate description uh, so yeah so i i'm really happy to be here because i think uh, it's the beginning of a change like you know in terms of the kind of awareness that people are creating for themselves especially as creators especially as musicians something which um, i think is lacking right now and has been taken advantage of uh, you know by the bigger corporates and you know by um, 
you know the the big names and the labels and i think it's time for the artists to like wake up and take things into their own hands and control what you know they are worth in terms of like what they get and they are uh, you know they give get due credit for what they for the kind of effort that they put in so and i think what you've started right now is is just proof and the kind of response that you're receiving is proof that everybody wants to do it and wants to build that kind of effort and uh, get their foundation right you know to make things and expecting more content to come out which is great sandhya i i i just said ready and you just put in the action word inside it so thank you so much for coming on the show and i'm really thank expecting you. that everybody learns a lot from you guys uh, before i introduce ashish please keep your pens and paper ready this is invaluable two panelists that you will not see again please write take your notebook write it down ask us the questions and whatever questions you'll ask me i am going to ask both of them i'm going to quickly introduce mr ashish one of the most prolific music composers in indian tv industry i am sure everybody knows about him ashish has been consistently making many records his innovative style of composition and unorthodox techniques of music design have contributed greatly to the films tv shows advertisement web series he has scored for he has scored music for one of the longest running tv shows in indian television for which he was also felicitated the jaipur international film festival for his contribution to rajasthani music despite emerging from a strong western classical education he is well versed with indian music especially the various folk styles pan india which is heard and various shows he has scored for the speed with which consistently he churns out quality music is unparalleled his clients are among the who's who of indian television and digital media and swear by the value he adds to their creative compression but today today i want him to wear the don the hat of honorary general secretary mcai ashish your opening remarks thank you thank you so much jesse and uh, i concur quite a bit with what sandhya has to say it said that uh, the computer was designed by steve wozniak as a means for an individual to take on a corporation and that necessity was very much there in the indian music industry corporations and music companies were just rolling over independent musicians taking advantage of loopholes in the law to just steamroll them into giving up their rights to their own creations music creators had no say or share in the exploitation of the revenue generated from their own music creations at any point in time but that all changed with the copyright amendment 2012 had the privilege and honor of being part of the process as uh, uh, we all went through the draft we recommended changes and uh, a lot of them were approved and the amendment went through in parliament we celebrated on my colleague's terrace that day i mean uh, six seven composers of us we got together and we had we celebrated because it was a culmination of years and years of struggle that amendment which at that point we really felt would be the dawn of a new era we, but the struggle still continues yes and uh, more we shall uh, speak about it in the rest of the session guys i i want to i want to start with the context that you know this session is not going to be last more than 1 hour 
so i want to keep it really very simple and to the point um before i jump on to the questions ashish can you tell us a little bit about mcai and how it helps composers okay uh, so mcai is music composers association of india it is a trade union pan india trade union and has uh, great composers from the likes of kalyanji ananji noshad saab lakshmikant pyarlal two right now amit trivedi vishal shekhar salim sulman amal malik all of them from the greats from that time to the most famous composers of today all members of mcai so apart from being part of this privileged uh, group of composers we fight for the rights of composers from uh, all streams of uh, work we have sections to do with film television non film and uh, advertising and all streams of composers are our members doesn't get paid he comes to us if a composer feels uh, short changed or he feels that the contract he's got is uh, violative of his rights he comes to us for advice so we are a kind of one stop shop to help out composers in any way they need so uh, i i um, so composers ko jab koi contract for the audience कंपोजर्स को कोई कॉन्ट्रैक्ट जब ऐसा लगता है यार ये ये बंदा या ये कंपनी मुझे डूब कर सकती है आप लोगों को आशीष सर को फोन करना है आशीष सर <laughs> आपकी डेफिनेटली हेल्प करेंगे एंड एमसीएआई इसलिए बनाए ताकि वो आपके कॉन्ट्रैक्ट्स में अगर आपको ऐसा लग रहा है यू नो ही दैट्स हाउ हम लोगों को कुछ पता नहीं है पता है बट देर आर पीपल लाइक आशीष देर रेडी टू हेल्प द इंडस्ट्री that's why they i wanted to get ashish on the show because i've done my research on him and i know that these guys are there to help the music industry but people don't know about him uh, ashish one last question i mean in terms of mcai is there any yearly fees or joining fees to join uh, this organization so the joining fees are uh, one time fee of 11000 and we have an annual fee of 1000 rupees so 11000 so is an annual one time fee or yeah one time fee plus 1000 annual yearly fees yeah thank you so much um, ashish for putting some light on mcai and uh, definitely we will share more details and uh, ashish's email id so that you can contact him um i'm going to start since both of you have been in the forefront of understanding the music law i will throw a question now at both of you um like i said everybody needs to keep their paper pens ready i'm going to make it really very simple um if you are is if everybody is ready type bring it on boi in the chat box i want to see bois in the chat box if you're ready okay wow 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 thank you so much guys um i uh, sandhya can you take this first question um of what is copyright can you give us a small definition on that before we jump on to the main what is copyright music okay. copyright in india okay so i mean copyright is a really broad term it's basically uh, the right that's given to someone who creates original content so the original content has been split into different aspects what is relevant to us today is in terms of music is you can own a copyright in a sound recording and you can own a copyright in the composition and lyrics of a song 
So yeah, under copyright law, you have two aspects, the copyright in sound recording and copyright in composition and lyrics. So copyright is basically uh, uh, Sandhya, establishing... Sandhya, Sandhya copyright yeah. in sound recording. Can you tell me get yeah. an example of sound recording? So sound recording would be uh, now in terms of like a label, a record label. Hmm. Will, let's say, for example, a T-series owns the sound recording of a song that is owned like that it's in its catalog. Now say for example, uh, Ashiki 2, if that is with T-series that is, if one of the songs that is sung by Arijit Singh, that song, the original sound recording of it, that is the final, um, master. actual, yeah, the master version of it would be what is owned, what is a sound recording, what is referred to a sound recording. That would include all the stems as well. Okay, okay. And the second yeah. part? And the second part would be the composition itself. That is the tune, the melody. Uh, if it has like notations that, that would also be part of the composition okay. and the lyrics. So that is a separate aspect of copyright in music. So you have the sound recording and you have the composition and lyrics. They're two independent copyrights. So the what copyright itself means is your ownership of that particular aspect and what you can do with it. So you can copy, you can reproduce it, you can create different versions of it, you can communicate it to the public. So that's the what, that's what your right to copy. That's basically what it means. Boils down to that copyright. So 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 so, yeah. so thank you so much, Sandhya. Before Was it we, simple enough? <laughs> before we started this conversation, guys, um, I spoke to both Ashish and Sandhya. Ashish, आपको हिंदी में समझा देना चाहिए कि copyright का क्या मतलब है. Okay, because so this is important. Copyright music, if everyone understands that this is the same, then we won the game. Now, Sandhya Ji has said in his ending remarks that copyright means the right to copy. Please, literally don't do it. Okay. Because you have to like a song and you will copy it, so it will not be copyrighted. It is the copyright that has made it. कॉपीराइट के एक्चुअली दो अहम भाग हैं एक जो है वो म्यूजिकल अंडरलाइंग वर्क्स जिसे कहते हैं जो कंपोजिशन है एंड जो लिरिक्स लिखा जाता है और दूसरा भाग जो पहला भाग है वो इंटेंजिबल है जिसका मतलब है वो कोई प्रोडक्ट नहीं है लेकिन जो दूसरा भाग है साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग वो आप फिजिकली आप रिकॉर्ड करते हो उसको दोनों चीजों के मालिक अलग हो सकते हैं लेकिन जो कॉपीराइट एक्ट है उसमें ये सुविधा दी गई है कि ऑथर कंपोजर फर्स्ट ओनर ऑफ कॉपीराइट होता है और फिर वो कॉपीराइट जो उनका है वो किसी और को बेच सकता है जो साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग है उसका फर्स्ट ओनर प्रोड्यूसर होता है जो उस चीज को इनिशिएट करता है और पैसे देता है और सब कुछ जो करता है तो साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग का फर्स्ट ओनर ऑथर नहीं होता ऑथर वो राइट प्रोड्यूसर को दे देता है राइट तो ये अहम डिफरेंस है दोनों के बीच में करेक्ट मी फैम रॉंग संदेह आई थिंक जस्ट जस्ट वन क्लारिफिकेशन आई थिंक इन टर्म्स ऑफ the composition you even if you are selling it there are certain things which you cannot sell 
प्रांत में इंडिया के 
तो आप प्लीज पहला काम ये कीजिए अगर आप मेंबर नहीं हो तो आईपीआरएस के मेंबर बन जाइए मेंबरशिप फीस जो है मेरे सिर्फ हजार रुपए है तो वो फीस देखे और आपका एक वर्क पब्लिश होना चाहिए कोई भी या तो इंटरनेट पे या तो टीवी पे या तो फिल्म पे या तो आपको आपका कोई गाना रिलीज होना चाहिए स्ट्रीमिंग प्लेटफॉर्म्स पे क्योंकि आजकल सीडी और कैसेट तो बनते नहीं है तो पहले आप मेंबर बन जाइए फिर जब अपने आप मेंबर एक बार बन जाते हैं तो आपको एक क्यूशीट देना होता है क्यूशीट वो होता है जो जिसमें होता है जो आपका जो गाना बना है या एड बना है या बैकग्राउंड स्कोर बना है उसका नोटिफिकेशन आपको आईपीआरएस को देनी है कि भाई ये मैंने गाना बनाया है या ये मैंने म्यूजिक का पीस बनाया है और ये जो है पहली बार यहाँ पे ब्रॉडकास्ट हुआ है पब्लिक को या ये प्लेटफॉर्म पे स्ट्रीम हुआ है या ये यूट्यूब चैनल पे बज रहा है आप प्लीज इसको नोट कीजिए और इसकी रॉयल्टीज कलेक्ट करके मुझे दे दीजिए अभी एक सवाल ये भी आ सकता है कि जब भी बजे आपको क्या हर टाइम ध्यान रख के करना पड़ेगा ये नहीं आपको सिर्फ एक बार करना है उसके बाद आईपीआरएस की जिम्मेदारी है कि वो गाना या म्यूजिक पीस को मॉनिटर करे उसकी रॉयल्टीज कलेक्ट करके आप तक पहुंचाए आशीष केला उसका जो कम्युनिकेशन पब्लिक का रॉयल्टी तो आता ही है परफॉर्मिंग परफॉर्मिंग रॉयल्टी तो आप अगर परफॉर्मेंस फीस ले रहे हो वो अलग होता है और आपका गाना कोई अगर कोई और गा रहा है या बजा रहा है या आप खुद गा रहे या बजा रहे हो उसका फीस लाइसेंस का अलग होता है तो वो आईपीआरएस ऑर्गेनाइजर या करते और आप चाहते ओके सो मतलब मतलब एक सॉन्ग शीट जो होता है कि जो लाइव में गाने वाले हैं गाना वो सॉन्ग शीट आईपीआरएस के पास जाना चाहिए और आपको उसकी रॉयल्टी मिलेगी क्या आपका गाना गाया करेक्ट थैंक यू आशीष एक्चुअली जो संध्या जी ने पिछले सवाल का जवाब दिया था उसमें मैं एक और चीज बताना चाहता हूँ हमारे जमाने में तभी हमको पता नहीं था कि वर्क रजिस्टर कैसे होता है कॉपी कैसे करते हैं तो हम तभी क्या करते थे गाना रिकॉर्ड कर देते टेप पे या नोटेशन शीट पे रिकॉर्ड करते थे और एनवलप में डाल के हमको खुद को हम रजिस्टर्ड पोस्ट भेज देते थे आज के तारीख में टाइम स्टैम्पिंग हो गया है कि आप YouTube पे या SoundCloud पे आप अपना गाना अपलोड करके टाइम स्टैम्प कर सकते हैं कि इस पॉइंट पे ये गाना बनाया गया और मैंने अपलोड कर दिया right. तो हमारे देश में कॉपीराइट रजिस्ट्रेशन कंपलसरी नहीं है तो हमारे पास ये सुविधा है कि ये हम एस्टेब्लिश कर ले कि इस तारीख को गाना बन गया था बस यही एड करना चाहता थैंक यू आशीष Guys, you are sending a lot of questions. I am Sandeep. You want to add something? Okay, guys, you are asking a lot of questions. I'm. I. We will definitely answer the, those questions. I will keep that last fifteen minutes. There is a Q and A button. Please do not send your uh, questions in the in the chat. 
please send it in the q and a um, ashish and sandhya will be glad to take your question i am going to take one question sandhya uh, there is a one question that has come from an attendee he is asking so if i perform ar rahman sir's song how will iprs know and give rahman sir his royalty so it also depends on where you are performing the song let's say it's he's performing live now for live. example yeah he's performed it live at a venue you're saying as a live gig or on instagram no he is not mentioned that i don't have that okay so say for example if it's a live gig at a venue the organizer is responsible to get permission from iprs before that gig goes live it's not the artist it's not the artist responsibility to get permission the artist responsibility is only if they are doing like for example right now the new notification that's come out implies that artists need to obtain from iprs if they're going live like from their social media platform or facebook or instagram that is non spontaneity but if you're going through an organizer and organizers hired a musician to sing covers of ar rahman songs then he or she has to get the organizer to pay iprs for that particular gig so and you have to notify like you, usually what happens is iprs is pretty queued into like where are these live performances happening yes, yes. and they do send notifications because you know most of these concerts are announced in public they have a radar as to what who is performing where what concert is being performed like right now they're tracking even live concerts online so you before so usually what happens is iprs notifies you and says that you know you need to pay us a fee and based on that the organizer has to take care of it and pay that applicable fee okay thanks sandhya yeah. uh, one more question thanks. i'll take because there's a there are a lot of questions ashish ji aapki taraf ye question hai this is from an attendee he says how different is duty of music publishers like cobalt or sony atv from iprs ये कम्प्लीटली डिफरेंट एक्चुअली मतलब म्यूजिक पब्लिशिंग एक बिल्कुल अलग चीज होती है इसमें आपको ये समझना होता है पहले कि कंपोजर क्या होता है उसका फंक्शन क्या होता है पब्लिशर का फंक्शन रिकॉर्ड लेवल का फंक्शन और आईपीआरएस का फंक्शन आशी जी चारों का फंक्शन अलग होता है आशी जी आप ये बता देना क्या फंक्शन होता है एक बार बिल्कुल एक कंपोजर एक कंपोजिशन को क्रिएट करता है समझ लीजिए गाना को क्रिएट कर रहा है वो गाना जो है उसका उसको मॉनिटरी एक्सप्लाइटेशन करना जरूरी है क्योंकि जरूरी नहीं कि हर कंपोजर के सुविधा है कि वो गाना को जाके एक्सप्लाइट करे एवेन्यूज इतने सारे आज के तारीख में एवेन्यूज है कि मतलब डिजिटल एक्सप्लाइटेशन अलग प्लेटफॉर्म सिंक्रोनाइजेशन बहुत सारे चीजें होती है तो पब्लिशर का काम यह है तो गाना लेके वो या तो रिकॉर्ड लेबल फाइंड करे या तो ऑनलाइन स्ट्रीमिंग प्लेटफॉर्म्स पे एक्सप्लोर करे और वो मॉनिटर करे कि गाना कहाँ कहाँ पे बन रहा है कहाँ कहाँ से पैसे आने चाहिए और मैक्सिमाइज करे वो पैसा जो कंपोजर ऑथर को मिलना चाहिए ये पब्लिशर का काम है रिकॉर्ड लेबल का काम ये है जैसे एक जमाने में रिकॉर्ड हुआ करता था इसलिए रिकॉर्ड लेबल या फिर उसके बाद कसेट कंपनी बोलते थे आजकल म्यूजिक लेबल बोलते हैं तो उनका काम ये है कि उन्होंने जो गाना आपसे लिया है उसको मार्केट करे उसको रिलीज करे और जो भी पैसे बने अपने पास रखे और आपको नहीं दे सॉरी मैं आई मीन 
वैसा नहीं है लेकिन होता भी है बहुत सारे टाइम पे तो और चौथा है आईपीआरएस आईपीआरएस का काम ये है इट्स अ कॉपीराइट सोसाइटी उनका काम ग्रांटिंग ऑफ लाइसेंसेस फॉर यूटिलाइजेशन ऑफ म्यूजिक जैसे मैकेनिकल लाइसेंसेस होते हैं और परफॉर्मिंग लाइसेंसेस होते हैं ये आईपीआरएस आपको ग्रांट करती हैं फिलहाल सिंक्रोनाइजेशन लाइसेंस जो है वो लेबल्स खुद ग्रांट कर रही है जिसके खिलाफ मैं हूं लेकिन फिलहाल तो ग्रांट कर रही है तो मेरे ख्याल से ये चारों फंक्शन आपको समझ में आएगी आईपीआरएस जो पैसा कलेक्ट करता है एंड यूजर से जैसे टीवी चैनल में म्यूजिक बजता है या रेडियो में म्यूजिक बजता है या वेन्यू में म्यूजिक बजता है आईपीआरएस मॉनिटर करके वो पैसा कलेक्ट करके कंपोजर और पब्लिशर को दे देती है थैंक यू पब्लिशर और कंपोजर दोनों आईपीआरएस के मेंबर्स हैं। हिमांशु आई होप आशीष जी हैज आंसर्ड योर क्वेश्चन एंड इसमें मैं थोड़ा सा और रोशनी डालना चाहूंगा प्लीज प्लीज इंडिया में इंडिया में जो है दुखी बात यह है कि पब्लिशर नाम की चीज कोई नहीं नाम के पब्लिशर है रिकॉर्ड लेबल मैंने पहले जैसे कहा था कंपोजर जो है बिल्कुल अकेला है वो रिकॉर्ड लेबल के पास जाता है रिकॉर्ड लेबल गाना ले लेता है और कंपोजर फिर जो है उसके और रिकॉर्ड लेवल के बीच में कोई नहीं है तो रिकॉर्ड लेवल नॉर्मली जो करता है काफी रिकॉर्ड लेवल्स करते हैं मैं नहीं बोल रहा हूँ कि सब करेंगे तो ट्रांसपेरेंसी मेंटेन नहीं करते हैं वो चाहते हैं कि ज्यादा से ज्यादा पैसा जो है वो उनके पाए और कम से कम जो है वो कंपोजर के पास चला जाए इसलिए अमेंडमेंट की जो अहमियत है ये लालच के वजह से बहुत जरूरी था उसे so thank you ashish you have covered my first second question and you have given the lead to my third question which is copyright amendment uh, who wants to take it it's open ashish or sandhya sandhya you want to i think i have just spoken to sandhya no i think i didn't ah uh, uh, he was a part i would, ashish, I would yeah. personally yeah, yeah he was yeah. a part of the amendment so there are few things that i would also want to like ask ashish, him ashish amendment ka hindi mein matlab kya hota hai परिवर्तन किसी ने कहा है अटेंडीज में से परिवर्तन करेक्ट तो जो आशीष वन सेकेंड गाइज आई यू मैं हिंदी में इसलिए बोल रहा हूँ ताकि क्योंकि मैंने ऐसा भी देखा है की बहुत सारी ऑडियंस है जो यू नो टायर टू टायर थ्री सिटीज है तो guys i want to keep it also hindi so yeah it's for everyone to benefit ashish ji amendment copyright amendment law 2012 correct so firstly we need to understand what is the need for copyright amendment copyright amendment ka function ye tha balance lana ek jo lopsided tha ki bhai ada agar aap scales dale तो स्केल्स आपको ऐसे दिखते हैं ऐसे नहीं है आप जस्टिस के स्केल्स देखते तो ऐसे दिखते ना तो हमारी जो म्यूजिक इंडस्ट्री स्केल्स ऐसी दिखती थी क्योंकि नीचे वाले हिस्से में कंपनीज के पास सारा पैसा था और कंपोजर के पास कुछ नहीं 
तो वो स्केल्स को यहां से ये लाने के लिए एमेंडमेंट की जरूरत थी क्योंकि हमारे देश में जो म्यूजिक कंपनीज है काफी देश में है ऐसे नहीं कि सिर्फ हमारे देश में ही लालची है बाहर भी है तो उनको लगता है कि जब उन्होंने आपका गाना ले लिया तो उनका प्रॉपर्टी हो गया वो मतलब जैसे आपने एक साबुन ले लिया साबुन आपके पास आ गया तो वो साबुन के साथ आप जो करें वो आपका लेकिन कॉपीराइट का मतलब ये है कि भाई आपने उस चीज को बनाई है आप क्रिएटर हो क्रिएटर वो होता है मतलब एक ऊपर भगवान होता है इन्हें दुनिया बनाई है नीचे लोग और हैं जो ऊपर वाले से इंस्पिरेशन लेके कोई चीजें बनाते हैं जो बनाने वाला होता है उसका एक होता है जो कोई नहीं ले सकता राइट इसका इसको नाम दिया गया है रॉयल्टी रॉयल्टी का मतलब रॉयल्टी रॉयल्टी मतलब राजा महाराजों को जो एक टैक्स दिया जाता था या जो एक फीस दिया जाता था कि भैया आप लोगों की रक्षा कर रहे उनके लिए तो ये जो बनाने वाला है उसको लोग देते हैं क्योंकि उन्होंने बनाई वो चीज भाई तो पहला चीज कॉपोरेट अमेंडमेंट का कि ये माना गया कि ऑथर जो है Because I want to मतलब ये जो law है मैं उससे जाना चाहता हूं कि industry को यानी artist को creator को songwriter को author को क्या फायदा हुआ अगर आप मुझे वो पांच point बता दें amendment से क्या फायदा हुआ तो बहुत अच्छा होगा तो हम ठीक है हाँ first point is owner of musical works तो मतलब ने गाना क्रिया first owner हो गए फिर आप किसी को transfer कर ले दूसरा हुआ right to royalty cannot be waived मतलब ये हक आप किसी को लिख के दे नहीं सकते अगर आपने लिख के भी दिया तो उसको माना नहीं जाएगा तीसरा है इक्वल बेसिस रॉयल्टी जिनको आपने दे दिया जिन्होंने आपने असाइन किया आपको और उनको रॉयल्टी सेम मिलेगी इक्वल बेसिस है चौथा है रॉयल्टी सिर्फ सोसाइटी कलेक्ट कर सकती है कॉपरेट सोसाइटी रजिस्टर्ड कॉपरेट सोसाइटी या ऑथर खुद अभी ऑथर को खुद मॉनिटर करना बहुत डिफिकल्ट है तो वो सोसाइटी ज्वाइन कर लेता है और सोसाइटी मॉनिटर कर लेती है और कलेक्ट कर लेती है पांचवा चीज जो है ऑथर्स को कॉपीराइट सोसाइटी में एज इन द बोर्ड ऑफ डायरेक्टर्स एंट्री दिया गया ऑन एन इक्वल बेसिस कि इक्वल ऑथर्स और इक्वल पब्लिशर्स होंगे बोर्ड पे छठा जो है नो असाइनमेंट ऑफ फ्यूचर राइट अभी जो है कल आपके टेरिटरी मार्स की खुल गई या वीनस की खुल गई या आपकी कोई टेक्नोलॉजिकल चेंज हो गई जिसकी वजह से कोई नई टेक्नोलॉजी आई जैसे रिकॉर्ड्स से लेके कसेट से लेके सीडीज से लेके एलडीज डीवीडीज अभी टेक्नोलॉजी कहाँ भी जा सकती है पहले क्या होता था कि वो सारा चीजें साइन कर लेते थे कि फॉर दी एंटायर एंड फॉर एनी फॉर कमिंग टेक्नोलॉजीज अभी नो असाइनमेंट ऑफ फ्यूचर राइट अब ये नहीं कर सकते तभी आपको अलग एग्रीमेंट करना पड़ेगा और लास्ट चीज एक जो अहम बात है सिंगर्स और परफॉर्मेंस परफॉर्मिंग आर्टिस्ट के लिए परफॉर्मर्स राइट टू रॉयल्टी इंट्रोड्यूस किया गया था कॉपीराइट अमेंडमेंट ये सात अहम राइट्स है संध्या जी आप कोई और रोशनी डालना चाहेंगे तो उसमें डाल दीजिए प्लीज मैं संध्या यू आई एम गोइंग क्विकली आई एम श्योर एवरीबडी इज रिटर्न दो पॉइंट दैट आशीष जी है I'm going to quickly because there are so many questions. I don't want to miss them. I want to give all the attendees um, whatever they've asked for. 
if a here the song is from Zain Syed. Zain is asking if a song is played on VH1 television channel, does the artist deal himself with the channel or the publisher gets it for them? So uh, depending on what, example, if the artist has a publisher, then technically yes, the publisher is going to be the one collecting the royalties for the. Uh, you know the for, for it being played on a VH1. Um, but also remember that if there's a label involved, there is the label is going to be collecting two royalties. In the sense, if if they also own the publishing rights for, for the song, they will have collect the royalties for the playing of the sound recording as well as the composition itself. I don't know if I'm confusing. No, I so. So, so there's a yeah, third so option also. Depends, uh, option yeah, if the artist does not have a label or a publisher and is independent, then the uh, channel has to pay him or her directly. So then now I'm going to thank you for taking that question. Then I hope that was um, the, uh, Sandhya has answered your question. Sandhya, you have been um, you've been in the forefront of independent music. I know for sure. And you know, you've helped a lot of artists. I want you to tell me how an independent artist can take advantage of IPRS. I mean, like the seven points Ashiji said, how an independent artist or an independent music producer or a rapper can take advantage of IPRS. What do you think? Okay, so I, I think uh, Ashish captured those seven points perfectly. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. So, and uh, I think even as an independent musician, if you aren't, if you don't have a label and if you haven't, you know, signed up with a publishing company, signing up with IPRS or with a copyright society for that matter is very, very important because these guys are also taking care of uh, streaming revenue. So IPRS is responsible for collecting streaming revenue in India as well. And they have bilateral agreements with copyright societies across the world. So even if you're signed up with a copyright society abroad, you still need to have some kind of a relationship with your local uh, copyright society so that they can, you know, liaison with the international copyright society and collect whatever royalties are due for you in India. And this is applicable whether you're an independent musician or not. And IPRS has a non-film uh, category as well where they have like, you know, given out details as to how they're going to be collecting royalties and how there's distribution of royalties for non-film work as well. So I think there's a general mindset uh, that IPRS works only for the film industry. But you have to understand that it's a copyright society and it's not just applicable to the film industry, but to music as such. It's applicable to anyone who's an author, composer or lyricist. So as a singer songwriter, whether you're in film or non-film, and for us, I think in India, non-film is what we call indie music. So every indie, so-called indie musician should ideally be registered with their local corporate society, which is IPRS. And how they can leverage that is, again, like uh, given that Spotify and all these large streaming services have a registered presence in India now, they are working closely with uh, IPRS and even you know, for that matter, other in, obviously they already have an existing relationship with international copyright societies. But it is critical that you have, if you are from India, to have that relationship with IPRS. 
thank you uh, sandhya so karthik you are asking me a question if i want to if i want to do online gigs right now which are which are commercial what are the tar iprs tariff we are going to come on that question we already so that's a that, that's question we are going to come and uh, in some time hello gautam sir good to see you here um, and he has a question for sandhya sandhya gautam ji asking why iprs collect the works license works license is that yeah so what and no, it depends on what exactly he intends by that why does why do they collect works license why iprs collect the works license question mark and the next question is what's the mechanical percentage okay so if you i i wouldn't want to like go into the actual percentage and how the calculation is done because iprs has a fairly they have like a proper document which you know lists out what percentage how they calculate because it's based on the number of streams and the number of downloads it's based on logbooks maintained by people who belong to different categories from who they collect those fees from so i am assuming what he means by works license is uh, to do with you know mechanical licenses and uh, you know usage of the song or like you know streaming of the song and the, what they collecting for on on behalf of the composers for uh, the streaming or download of a particular song so gautam ji has said that works, he's talking about works royalty so i mean collect works royalty or works yeah. license okay okay i am going yeah, to yeah works okay. royalties i think i think if 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 it's confusing i'm going to go on to my next question what okay. are the what are the underlying rights and how they can be monetized by the artist what are the underlying rights and how they can be monetized by the artist who wants to take this question ashish ji you want to take this question oh yeah i can take it but i'd suggest that sadhya gives Sandhya. a brief okay. intro this okay, and then i take it up the law part of it okay sadhya yeah. so i mean like what i mentioned in the beginning about you know what a copyright is so under the scope of copyright there are a bunch of things that you as the you know like the first owner like what you know ashish mentioned as a first owner of uh, either a composition or a sound recording there are certain underlying rights that you have in that particular uh, you know either the sound recording or the composition so which is basically your right to create a derivative work so maybe it could be a translated version of the song it could be a remix of your song or it could be um you know basically like publication of your song like you know uh, communication of the song in public so these are all the underlying rights that you have to in your when when you're talking about owning a copyright in something and uh, in another context when you're talking about a sound recording like for example a song in whole uh you have the sound recording aspect and the underlying rights would also include the composition and the lyrics as well so i'm um, uh there are so there are two pawn to this when you're talking about underlying rights so in in the basic form of what an underlying right is it means the what different rights you have as the owner of the copyright and in the second context it's when you're looking at these two like you're looking at the sound recording and the composition together 
so as the owner of the uh, sound sound recording the other underlying rights could be owned by somebody else so like the underlying rights in the sound recording which would include the composition and the lyrics would rest with the author so that is the second context okay uh, uh, ashish ji aap koi example ke sath isko batana chahenge हाँ जी तो अंडरलाइन वर्स ये है जैसे संध्या जी ने अभी कहा कि एक तरह होता है गाना जो धुन है और लिरिक्स है okay. और दूसरी तरह होता है साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग जो एक पर्टिकुलर अरेंजमेंट में रिकॉर्ड किया जाता है और वो सेट हो जाता है रिकॉर्डिंग में hmm. फिर वो एंड में वेव फाइल या एम फाइल बन के वो तो स्ट्रीम होता है और तो लोगों तक पहुंच जाता है Hmm. अभी इसमें अहम बात यह है कि सिर्फ एक ही मोड ऑफ एक्सप्लाइटेशन नहीं होता अंडरलाइन hmm. वर्क्स के कुछ राइट्स होते हैं साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग के कुछ होते हैं अगर ऑथर या कंपोजर अपने पास अंडरलाइन वर्क्स रख लेता है और कहीं से जैसे एक एड में वो गाना उनको री रिकॉर्ड करके यूज करना है ऑथर के पास अगर राइट्स है तो उनको ऑथर को अप्रोच करना पड़ेगा फिर ऑथर उनको सिंक्राइजेशन के राइट्स देंगे कम्युनिकेशन टू द पब्लिक के राइट्स देंगे और फिर वो यूज करके दे सकते हैं तभी जो है साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग का ओनर को कुछ नहीं जाएगा क्योंकि उनके पास अंडरलाइन वर्क के ये नहीं है मतलब ओनरशिप नहीं है लेकिन नॉर्मली क्या होता है ऑथर सारे राइट्स जो है वो कंपनीज ले लेते हैं तो अंडरलाइन वर्क्स के भी राइट्स और साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग के भी राइट्स क्योंकि कंपनीज जो है काफी पब्लिसिटी या खर्चा है जो है कर लेती है और जैसे नॉर्मली फिल्म के गाने होते हैं फिल्म में गाने को पिक्चराइज किया जाता है गाना पॉपुलर होता है उसकी मार्केटिंग होती है होती है और फिर वो गाना जब हिट होता है तब वो गाने को अगर किसी को एक्सप्लॉयट करना है तो उनको कंपनी के पास जानी पड़ती है जो ऑथर के पास जब भी वो गाना बने बजेगा उसकी रॉयल्टी पहुंच जाएगी आईपीआरएस के थ्रू तो आईपीआरएस जो है अंडरलाइन वर्क्स को एडमिनिस्टर करती है और साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग को एडमिनिस्टर करने के लिए अलग सोसाइटी है जब भी फिलहाल तो कोई सोसाइटी रजिस्टर नहीं हुई सिंगल सोसाइटी तो कंपनीज खुद भी एडमिनिस्टर कर रहे हैं साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग एक फिजिकल और नॉन फिजिकल दो अलग एलिमेंट जो है जो अगर आप गाने का वर्जन बनाया उसके लिए अलग राइट्स होते हैं वो अंडरलाइन वर्क्स के अंतर्गत होते हैं क्योंकि आपने एक नया रिकॉर्डिंग ही बन गया ना आप सेम पहले वाला साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग नहीं बजेगा yes. ठीक है आशीष थैंक यू सो मच मैं फिर से एक बार दोहरा देता हूँ हम लोग मुझे ऐसा लगता है जितनी भी मैंने रिसर्च की है कॉपीराइट म्यूजिक के बारे में इंडिया में लोग लॉयर कम्युनिकेट इसके बारे में डर लगता है उनको अरे यार मैं उसके लॉयर के तो नहीं नहीं हम लोग इंडिया में कभी लॉयर के पास नहीं जाते ये सब आई है टेबल आई हैव हर्ड बिगेस्ट ऑफ द गाइज इन द इंडस्ट्री आई मीन माई मैंटॉज and you know i mean ashish and i mean i have heard them 
संध्या It's not everything about what you're thinking. Please don't. वो निकालो अपने दिमाग से थोड़ा सा glass के lawyer के पास नहीं जाऊँगा डर लगता है किसी MCA के पास जाऊँगा तो पता नहीं वो लोग क्या करेंगे कितना पैसा मांगेंगे. Guys, बहुत simple है. Law is made for you. It's your content. आपका पैसा है. आपको घर पे लेके जाना है pocket में डालके. यही आशीष और संध्या बताना चाहते हैं. वैसे आपका हक को सेफ गार्ड करने के लिए आपके पास लॉयर होना बहुत जरूरी है क्योंकि जो आपसे राइट लेने वाला है उसके पास पूरा टीम ऑफ लॉयर्स है आप कम से कम एक लॉयर तो रख ही सकते हैं ना इस चीज के लिए और अगर आप करोड़ों और लाखों में कमाना चाहते हैं तो चंद पैसा तो आपको इन्वेस्ट तो करना पड़ेगा लॉयर के ऊपर क्योंकि लॉयर जो बोलेगा आपके हित में के हक में बोलेगा और आपको एडवाइस उस हिसाब से देगा क्योंकि अगर हर इंसान को कानून की भाषा समझ में नहीं आती है वो भाषा समझने के आप समझने के लिए आपको ट्रांसलेटर चाहिए एडवाइजर चाहिए जो काम लॉयर कर लेता है वरना आपने कॉन्ट्रैक्ट ऑफ सर्विस और कॉन्ट्रैक्ट फॉर सर्विस साइन कर लिया उसमें जमीन आसमान का फर्क होता है वो आपको नहीं समझ में आया आपने सिर्फ सर्विस साइन लिया ठीक है वो तो सेम ही है तो मेरी एडवाइस ले लीजिए कोई भी आप कमर्शियल डील करने से पहले कॉन्ट्रैक्ट पे साइन करने से पहले आप एक लॉयर अच्छे लॉयर को रखिए क्योंकि मेरे पास ऐसे बहुत सारे केसेस आए हैं जिन्होंने करोड़ों रुपए और लाखों रुपए गवाए हैं क्योंकि उन्होंने वक्त पे लीगल एडवाइस नहीं लिया संध्या प्लीज कर थैंक यू आई थिंक दैट वाज अ ग्रेट यू नो प्लग फॉर मी बट या इज जस्ट आई जस्ट वांटेड टू मेंशन दैट यू नो व्हाटएवर वी हैव डिस्कस्ड सो फार लाइक ऑल द लीगल पोजीशंस वी हैव डिस्कस्ड यू नो द सेवन पॉइंट्स दैट आशीष मेंशनड अंडर द कॉपीराइट अमेंडमेंट एक्ट आई एम 100% श्योर दैट एवरीबॉडी हु इज अटेंडिंग द वेबिनार हैज सीन कॉन्ट्रैक्ट्स दैट हैव कम टू देम दैट गो अगेंस्ट ऑल ऑफ इट बिकॉज़ दैट्स व्हाट दैट्स व्हाट सो कॉल्ड इंडस्ट्री प्रैक्टिसेस that's been the trend so far nobody wants to push back and say that oh the law actually allows me to keep all these rights the law actually tells me that i should not be giving away those rights so uh, and they are also counting on the fact that you will not approach a lawyer to defend you because you know they think of it as an additional cost so if you are aware of a few things like these things like these are the basic things that you need to keep in mind that you know there are certain things that you should not be giving away and based on what we have discussed right now and getting timely advice even if it's okay even if it's like you know going to your family lawyer to get that you know contract looked at but please do 
thank you so much sandhya again for uh, guiding us all there is a question by arindam sena a few years back one of my cover song on youtube was tracked down by tips how do i prevent this happening in future arindam i just want to tell you you cannot miss my next webinar you know i'm getting two guys from who have who work day in day out with youtube so i'm getting kyuki to talk about all this so sushant yotam will be present on this webinar and the second person is one of the most popular youtube channels for bollywood music pehchan music is got millions of views i've got i've got him on board so there are two guys who will actually speak about everything you want to know about youtube okay uh, i'm going to step on to the next question um quickly because we are also it's it's already uh, 50 minutes inside the show um what are the obvious pushbacks that artists must do on contracts what are the rights to never give away this is uh, sanjay this can be a, ge a, a generic disclaimer i mean yeah so i think um, it's also important to mention over here the importance of a body like mcai in terms of collective bargaining so from what i understand i think people who are members with mci uh, have a there's a standard format contract that is signed uh, by the composer with the producer like usually that's the kind of approach that they do and that contract is has been reviewed and kind of templatized after keeping you know all like the updates in law in mind and not really um succumbing to the industry practice problem so okay now i i understand that not everybody is a part of mcai but i'm just emphasizing the importance of having a union or having a group of people represent each other and it increases your bargaining power your negotiating but in other cases if you're not a member of mcai and you're negotiating a contract with the production house uh, or with the film so and that very very different context because a production house could be for a jingle perhaps maybe uh, they or they want to license a song from you to use for a brand which is a client of the production house so in that case you have to make sure that the song is being licensed only for that particular project and for that particular period or for that many seconds and it shouldn't be like a perpetual license it shouldn't be like for a worldwide license it should be limited to india alone or to whichever territory that particular brand is going to use your song for so uh, those are the things that you will need to keep in mind in when you're signing a contract with the production house when you're signing a contract with the film producer certain things that you will not be we shouldn't be giving away is uh, like ashish mentioned about your right to receive royalties as the first composer like the the, the first author you know the first owner of the composition uh needless to say obviously the film producer will be the owner of the sound recording so that's something which negotiating will be hard but i do know that there are people who have retained master and uh publishing rights and composition and sound recording in exchange for like they they'll, they'll do it for free and they'll retain the royalties that they receive for on both sides but that's still catching up but i think on an ideal basis what you should be doing is pushing back on retaining rights to receive royalties from the composition aspect of it and um, also to if they're planning to remake the song or uh, create basically 
make the song in another language. Like I, I keep giving this example. I know that the music director Devi Shri Prasad, he made a lot of money from the remake of his Telugu hit, remade to Hindi because he retained the right uh, to derivative works, and that's something which because you know obviously putting music out there for it to be a hit, right? And if it if it's going to be remade into other languages, and in India that's so crucial because you have that. Trend right now. There are so many Hindi movies getting remade into regional movies, and vice versa. You have Tamil movies being remade into Hindi, and you know. So it's just. I think it's important to keep that in mind uh, that you don't give away your rights to these aspects. Thank you so much, Sandhya. Um, question. Uh, I'm just taking an attendee question. Ashish, you can answer this question. Is there an expiry date to your copyright of the song? and can it be renewed okay so uh, copyright in indian law i think it's uh, 60 years after the expiry of the author correct me if i'm wrong is it 70 or 60 i think 60 right 60 60 yeah so, 60, yeah. so the composition Some countries have is 70 60 years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so 60 years so following the death of the author and 60 years okay. from publication for the sound recording itself the sound recording okay yeah. thank you uh, i'm going to quickly jump on uh, you you can take this question ashish what are the various cmos in india and how do they function okay cmos mere dhyan ke hisab se jo music related hai aur do hai iprs hai aur istra hai okay uh, iprs jo hai wo music creators ke liye collect karti hai aur istra jo hai singers ke liye collect kar leti hai और इनकी फंक्शन इसरा साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग से कलेक्ट करती है और आईपीआरएस अंडरलाइन वर्क्स के लिए कलेक्ट कर लेती है तो अगर एक सिंगर खुद गाना गा रहा है वहां पे कोई साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग है नहीं करेक्ट वहां पे साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग की राइट्स होगी लेकिन अगर एक रिकॉर्डिंग बज रही है जैसे डीजे हो जाते हैं आजकल जब डीजे गाना बजा रहा है तो उसमें अंडरलाइन वर्क्स भी और साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग भी है तो रॉयल्टी जो है वो दोनों को जाएगी दोनों के अलग सोसाइटीज में अच्छा इसरा तब तक करती है आप समझ लीजिए अगर सोनू निगम का गाना बज रहा है सोनू जी का गाना बज रहा है और उस गाने में उनके राइट्स एज अ परफॉर्मर जो है उसके राइट्स इसरा कलेक्ट कर लेती है साउंड रिकॉर्डिंग ओनर की रॉयल्टी जो है वो पीपीएल नॉर्मली कलेक्ट करती है या डीपीपीएल है वो कलेक्ट कर लेते हैं और अंडरलाइन वर्क्स की रॉयल्टी आईपीआरएस पी आर एस लेती है अलग अलग लाइसेंस आपको लेना पड़ता है फीस एज फॉर सिंगर टू रजिस्टर फॉर इसरा डू यू नो दैट Yeah, so uh, with uh, with ISRI, I think right now the fees is five uh, thousand or like five thousand, six thousand. It's like five thousand change, hmm. and you need to send it by DD and uh, send, give them a list of the last five songs that you have performed in, and uh, intimate them of you know if there's any song that's coming up in future as well, so that they can keep track of it. And then usually it happens within like thirty to forty-five days. It's happened based on my experience. and and in fact there are a lot more responsive than iprs to be honest okay thank you so so attend uh, so so attendees you can imagine i mean you know we can we can take this on and on and uh, uh, 
if you see ashish and sandhya have been always focused towards how they can help us this whole conversation we did not go anywhere else we were only focused on how we can help the music enthusiasts singers music producers to achieve what they deserved so please um, um very important to keep in mind and if you want to contact can you guys both share your email ids or something where if everybody wants to get in touch can you do that sandhya you want to give your email id Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, if you have any questions and if you need my help with anything, especially in terms of like royalties and licensing, you can uh, send me an email at sandhya s a n d h y a at lexix l e x i c dot i n. Thank you so much, Sandhya. Ashish ji, M C A I के लिए अगर कुछ contact करना हो आपको. Yeah, so very simple ID Ashish Rego Music at gmail dot com. Double spelling of Ashish Rego as is on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Music at gmail dot com. Guys, if you, I'm sure you you had lot of questions though, which I which I was not able to uh, take, but I can still take a few. Uh, is there is any standard tariff or maximum price a music label can charge for recreation or remaking a old song? Uh, uh, Ashish ji, you want to take this? Yeah, I mean this is a very highly debatable topic, but must uh, charge what they want to charge. Yeah. Yeah. So because there are a lot of other I, licenses involved. Yeah. I just a want painful, to add over here. Very painful procedure also. Very yes. painful procedure. Yeah. And also, a lot of the times, what happens is technically the copyright of those old songs would have expired. So what they do to maintain their copyright over that particular song. so technically the composition is now in public domain they re-record the song and then re-establish the copyright term so like for example you have like really old 1920s 1930 songs where the composition itself is in public domain but the original recording is still owned by label because they have re-recorded or remastered it and you know kind of claim copyright on that but is that legal sandhya nothing stopping them from doing it so what they do is before the the duration gets over they kind of just you know remaster and put it out there so like uh, in fact a lot of uh, hmv has done that a lot uh, you But have a lot of, of the old, old libraries are always hmv only sare gama yeah 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 so that's uh, they have a lot of pre partition music also correct exactly yeah so uh, i just i just wanted to put a number i was attending one of the uh, ipr mint law uh, videos by ashish ji thank you so much for sharing that with me that's gold gold if everybody wants thank to you. know everything about uh, copyright and iprs and that's the gold youtube video please go and see ipr mint law ashish ji is one of the panelists um, If you yeah. if you want to know what is wrong wrong with it, then you yeah, can go and see. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Which we haven't taken anything of that in this video. Yeah. So, um, so um, I'm going to uh, say that I heard um, our senior saying Atul Churamanji saying that uh, we are a twelve hundred twelve hundred crore uh, music industry. Ashish ji, correct me if I'm wrong. We are a twelve yeah. hundred. Mm. We are a twelve hundred crore. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred was the claim is, but yeah. Okay, Ashish ji and Sandhya ji, both. Tell me, how fast can we reach twelve thousand crores? What 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 does art, what does artist have to do? What does the law have to? I mean, just share your inputs. Valuable gold. 
share that yeah got to be smarter about what your uh, when you're like you know signing up with uh, people and like what right and basic things like register with the copyright society negotiate your contracts right don't give away rights uh, push back uh, make sure you're putting out original content and always remember that it's a cycle in the sense that if you're using someone else's music to create your own you need to pay license fees for that if you are expecting to be paid for your music it's just i mean it's just you know it comes a full circle right so okay uh, i'm going to take uh, ashi one from yeah you, you please please say yeah uh, so there's one word for that for 15000 crore industry is compliance compliance Exactly. Just compliance. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else. You got a law in place. Yeah. You got people doing things. But imagine, you have a country where there is a law, but police are not. Who is going to see whether the law is being followed or not? Who is doing anything from their own mind? 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 वो शादी नहीं है वो फाइव स्टार होटल में फंक्शन पांच दिन के है आप वहां पे पैसे दे रहे लेकिन आप क्रिएटर और पब्लिशर को पैसे नहीं दे सकते ये कौन सा है कानून तो कंप्लायंस ये भी है कि मतलब आप आप सिर्फ सोचिए कि इंडिया में होटल्स कितने हैं आप सोचिए कि वेन्यूज कितने हैं और आप ये सोचिए कि वो वेन्यू में हफ्ते में अगर दो दिन भी फंक्शन हो लाखों करोड़ों वेन्यूज है और दो दिन भी फंक्शन मैं तो नॉर्मली जो चार पांच दिन फंक्शन होते हैं कोविड के टाइम की बात नहीं कर रहा हूं लेकिन कोविड के पहले और कोविड के बाद में जो होने वाला है तो फिफ्टीन थाउजेंड करोड़ तो हम कब के पार कर चुके हैं अगर वो कलेक्ट हो चुकी होती तो और कुछ प्रांतों में जैसे राजस्थान में बिहार में एजेंट्स और रॉयल्टी करने कलेक्ट करने के लिए डरते हैं क्योंकि जो आदमी जहाँ पे कलेक्ट करने जाता है कभी कभार जो है वो ओनर कोई पॉलिटिशियन का कोई होता है या कोई लोकल गुंडा होता है तो उनको बांध के रख देते हैं अंदर ऐसे हुए ऐसे हुए सो आई मीन पीपल आर स्केड वी नीड टू बी अ लॉ एनफोर्सिंग नेशन दैट डिमांड्स कंप्लाइंस I think it's a mindset change also, yeah. It's a mindset change, yeah. People need to understand that everything is free, man. Now, you're doing something, you're doing something. Until you don't go away, you feel like you're not a kid. But you're doing something. Because you're music creators and publishers. So, I'm going to take a question from this should be our last, you know, topic or insight on that that i was saying that it's a bit controversial but i am going to take that question oh. and some, some, somebody attendee has already said that so you know we were we wanted to like i said you know we will add this question because it's very relevant at yeah. this time the question is from shan ahuja shan hi shan is also a very good friend and also a, a, a manager artist manager and he asked this question is it fair for an artist having to pay 20000 for a free live session on the social handles Personally, I mean, personally speaking, no. Okay. It shouldn't because 
I mean, especially if you're not getting paid for it, it's not something. And how there's no way, like, how do you keep track of it? Like, there is, we need a measurement, like, how many streams have happened. There's no download happening. Uh, there is no transaction. There is no exchange of money at all. And and there are so many different instances, right? Like an artist playing covers of another song, of another artist, I mean. Mm. Okay, even if it's for free, I mean, I understand if there is a small fee that applies to it. I mean, obviously not 20,000. Uh, but an artist playing his or her own songs and still having to pay doesn't really make sense. So, but again, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there is some rationale behind how this has come out. And I think we're all waiting for clarity from IPRS on it. But, yeah. Ashish, your thoughts on that? 20,000 rupees. Achha, mera bhi thoda jana yes, yes, of course. question let us make the question into is it kind to charge 20,000 rupees for a show online and is it right to charge 20,000 rupees for a single show online? I would say it's definitely not kind. Yeah. And uh, whether it is right is a matter of perception because in today's environment, People cannot, artists cannot step out from their house. Yeah, where music creators cannot step out from their house. A lot of people find record only shows online to generate some money. Yeah. In my opinion, it is extremely unkind to charge the sum of 20,000 rupees to individuals. If you are a corporate who is generating millions of rupees, charge them 20 lakhs. But for an individual who has no other source of income, extremely unkind. Okay. I hope that answers your question. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. So thank you, thank you, uh, Sandhya and Ashish for. Um, answering all the questions uh, and in fact everybody is thanking you both for i can see all the chats and uh, this was uh, see we can we, we can't i i haven't i've have not asked them all the questions but i'm telling you that i am going to get ashish and sandhya back once again because there are so many questions <laughs> that you want to answer uh, asking them and i couldn't take them but i'm definitely get them whatever we've answered we made it simple i will ask them more questions i mean you can send me um, your uh, questions i have already seen the questions here um, you can make it a three part series second part you can call ashish and sandhya strike back and third strike part back. Back. of the ashish and sandhya yes yes that is what we we are definitely definitely going to do um, i'm sure everybody has taken down notes uh, and uh, Thank you so much again, um, Sandhya and Ashish for coming on my second show. It's, it's, thank you for supporting. Uh, my pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for yeah, supporting. Thank you for having us. Yeah, always anything for music. Guys, uh, guys, these are both of them. They've always stood by uh, music enthusiasts, creators, songwriter. Please feel free to get in touch with them. You can always contact me, most of them, I mean, who are there on the session, you can always contact me. I can get you in touch with both of them. 
uh, you can follow them on LinkedIn. You can follow them on Instagram. Lexic is there. Ashish G is there. You can follow them. You can um, search for their videos online. They've shared really very important information. Um, in my closing note, I would like to say that my next webinar is on 18th of July at 4 p.m. Again, it's a very important topic. How does artists generate revenue on YouTube? Um, I have very two successful entrepreneurs again. Sushant Yatam from Kyuki, one of the biggest MCNs in India. And uh, Pehchan Music, Rahul, he's going to be there. They both are very successful. For those who are present today, they will have a first preference of joining my webinar. I'll be sending you the mail today. Um, on the closing note, thanks for being a continuous learner and being a part of the golden triangle. Learn, do, and teach. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you next Saturday. Till then, ciao. Thank you. Bye.